Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping you become a better organist. We're your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Usham Motuzaita Pinkavichina. We have over 25 years of experience of playing the organ. And we've been teaching thousands of organists online from 89 countries since 2011. So now let's jump in and get started with the podcast for today. We hope you'll enjoy it. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Uh, let's start episode 668 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Mike and he writes, I would like to master a variety of organ music to be able to give a performance. The most important hurdles to overcome are being able to work on a consistent fingering to make passages flow smoothly, interpretation of music and registration, and developing and knowing how to make a piece artistically my own instead of just playing notes. Many of your podcasts and notes are extremely helpful. Thank you for providing them. So let's unpack this, okay? The first hurdle that Mike is having is being able to work on a consistent fingering to make passages flow smoothly. Well, in order, you know, to be consistent with your fingering, you have to write fingering down and then to practice them in exact order because if you want to do that and you will play same passages every time with different fingering it will slow down your improvement what do you think with this uh, is it even possible to discover the right fingering on your own well, if you have experience, then yes. If you are just a beginner, then probably not. Mm-hmm. Then we could uh, probably recommend our practice course with fingering and pedaling written in. Yeah, sure. Because we have already quite a large amount of organ pieces, you know, with fingering and pedaling. Yeah, in in many styles, in articulate legato style for early music and in legato style for romantic music, right? Yes, that's right. Okay, the second challenge that Mike needs to overcome is interpretation of music registration. Well, in order, you know, to be able to do you know the right interpretation and registration of course you need to know about the style that you are playing uh, composer that you are playing and of course about organ in general and you know you need to be able to choose the right repertoire for the right instrument because you no know, even if you will play you know the let's say the baroque piece on a, with a good articulation but you will play it on the let's say romantic instrument it might not work so everything has its own rules what do you say about it with this it's kind of difficult to give advice uh, like like um, 
generally without knowing what he is specifically playing right Osha? yes yes what piece uh, he is struggling with right now what uh, piece needs registration for example but in general yes you're right because because um, not every instrument can accommodate every type of music i mean you could you could play anything on a keyboard with pedals which has enough pedals and keys right yes you could and if you have an eclectic instrument you could probably play most of the repertoire but 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 not everything still would work for it that's why a lot of organ music sounds dull and boring on on eclectic instruments a lot of early music um, nowadays of course this can be uh, adjusted because a lot of people have uh, virtual organs at their home like Hauptwerk or Grand Org so they can really choose samples that's carefully fitted for a specific piece or type of music and uh, and then even pieces which would sound uh, uninteresting on generic instrument are quite colorful suddenly on on a very specific type of instrument that was designed for. Yes, but you know, not everybody has the Hauptwerk or Grand Orc or whatever, you know, the, this kind type of instrument at home. And we are mostly talking about real instruments and real environments. But basically, you know, eclectic instrument is good because you can play a lot of things on it. But in some way, it sounds sort of boring because it's like an equal temperament you know you can play in all the keys but you know we all sound the same exactly if a perfect it doesn't feel the difference when when i'm playing c or c sharp major chord so so then i could simply play the same piece up a half step and nobody would tell the difference right except maybe for some perfect pitch people but that's not a big difference. The difference is in character. If each note is a little bit different from each each other, uh, sometimes in those unequal tunings. And the same, you know, with the repertoire, you know. If... Right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So the third uh, challenge that Mike has to overcome is developing and knowing how to make a piece artistically my own instead of just playing notes. What he means by this, maybe uh, we could talk a little bit about our own practice uh, uh, process. How do you uh, transition from sight reading to real performance? complete performance for a recording, let's see. What's happening in your mind, Osha? Well, actually, you need to be really well familiar with your piece that you are working on because you cannot feel the right music and be, you know, artistically sufficient or, you know, to... To, to, to make this music yourself uh, if you are not good technically at it and if you are still struggling, let's say, with some 
some spots with the bees, on the bees. It means, you know, you really need to be advanced with, you know, particular piece that you are working on. Another thing, you know, you really need to listen to other people play and not only organ music in general, you need to listen to other other people performing. Because, you know, when when you are really deep into a music in general, probably such questions even wouldn't arise. Because, uh, let's see, I play piece and I see its structure, I know where I have to slow down, where I need to, let's see, mark something, you know, or, you know, to do accelerant or, or you know, to change registration or to do whatever. It just becomes natural. That's because you know the structure? Yes. Or because you listen to other people? Play. Well, but it helps. Or do you think these two things are contradictory? No, I think uh, the more you listen to performances of other people on other instruments, perhaps, or even your own instrument, like like organ, the more uh, the broader you have those experiences and uh, musical horizon. Right, and um, the deeper connection you can connections you can make between separate things on the sheet of music, uh, notes start to speak to you how they are presented. Uh, if you don't have anything, it's uh, any experience, uh, like a beginner, then you're like a blank sheet of paper. Right, Ocean? Because, yes, you know, I once had a student and we were working on the uh, little prelude in F major by Jess Bach, which is actually probably not a Bach as we know now, but probably Krebs. But anyway, we were working on this you know, piece. And she would just keep playing like with a metronome all the time, you know, and and do the same things all all the time and I wanted her to show you know how the structure is uh, made and I actually marked everything in her, her score where she has to slow down which chord she has you know to hold longer and all that kind of stuff basically I worked as a you know movie director or something but still you know <laughs> it didn't ring a bell at all and she still played like you know like dull measure by measure, you know, note by note, and did nothing of what I was saying. Maybe if she would, you know, listen to herself, to her recording, maybe then she would realize how, how dull she is playing. Maybe that would have changed, you know, her attitude and her, her uh, playing style. But I think that comes from general unmusicality. And that's why I think, you know, the more you listen to the music in general, the better you will become with it. Because the deeper your understanding about music in general will become. That's why it's so beneficial to go to concerts. Not only to listen to recordings and videos, but um, to go to a real uh, recital or a concert in a concert hall or a church 
because when you go someplace you are more inclined actually to focus than at home because you made an effort to go there and you want to take out as much as possible from that experience right Usha? yes and actually another helpful thing would be you know to sing your music actually to sing each line because it's often the case that we can play unmusically but we cannot sing unmusically Somehow, if you know, if you are playing, you can just drop the end of phrase, not listening to it. But if you are singing, usually that doesn't happen. And that's why when I see a person play unmusically and ask to sing, they never can sing. Never. Ever. In my teaching experience, you know, that never happens. Because singing is so closely related to, you know, to breathing and breathing is so important because it leads to the right phrasing. So I think it's really, really important, you know, to sing what you are playing. Then you, you can think about the right meter and pulse and keep that steady rhythms, right? But that's because you hear yourself. Yes, that's right. And another thing, you know, often the instrument can teach you also you know how to play. And it can show you if you are taking a right tempo, if you are playing with the right fingering. Because I'm talking especially about you no know, historical instruments. Because again, we can teach you a lot. About phrasing, about articulation. Right. Uh, another last probably recommendation would be, for example, if you like some musician, some organist, uh, and you find uh, his recordings or her recordings, I think it's wise to study them all, like from the beginning until the end, and then not even his recordings or her recordings, but find out who influenced that person, that organist, let's say and start listening to, to other people's music as well. And that's how you broaden your horizons and general musicianship as well. That's very true. Right, you are not alone in this musical universe. You have to go out and um, make connections. Sure. Thank you guys for listening uh, to this conversation. We hope this was useful to you. Please send us more of your questions. We love helping to grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This podcast is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online. It has hundreds of courses, coaching, and practice materials for every area of organ playing. Thousands of instructional videos and PDFs. You will not find more value anywhere else online. Total Organist helps you to master any piece, perfect your technique, develop your sight reading skills, and improvise or compose your own music and much, much more. Sign up and begin your training today at organduo.lt and click on Total Organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. If you like our organ music, you can also support us on Patreon and get free CDs. Find out more at patreon.com slash secrets of organ playing.